What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Hollywood Tales, where we get down, dirty, discreet, and uh, just put everything on the table. My guests today are Maxwell and Caitlin. Caitlin Benson. Yeah. And Maxwell... Benson. Benson. Who are... <laughs> you are you guys it. married? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you guys were just I dating. I didn't correct you earlier, not, you, didn't, yeah. you never told me that. Or maybe you did tell me and I forgot. I told you we went and got married we, in Wyoming. We were uh, also dude, my bad. married when you met us. You know, I know that. But for some reason, I don't I think thought, you did. You told me. <laughs> no, I, well, when I first met you was at the rooftop of Mama Shelter, which we'll get into in, yeah. in a second. They have an awesome show called Can't Even Comedy. And I did it. And it's on the awesome rooftop right in the heart of uh, Hollywood. But that was the, I had reached out to you guys on Instagram because I was tracking your shows. And I was like, I want to perform here. And I reached out to you. And you, one of you or you. Both of us. Both probably. of us. Yeah. You guys are like a two-headed monster. It's like, yeah. I don't know who's, yeah. <laughs> who's coming at me. Uh, but when I walked up meeting you for the first time, I didn't realize, first of all, you're six foot eight, I think. Seven. Six, seven. Yeah. You can sell short. I'm six, two. And I, like, I was looking up at you. like I felt like a little boy like looking at you. <laughs> and you were super nice. And um, that's when I had first met you. But, and then you said, oh, I was about to leave Hollywood. I got sick and tired of the scene. Dating here is a fucking mess. And, yeah. da, 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 da. and then I met Caitlin. Caitlin, you know, by grace of God. And I didn't realize you guys got married. During the, so, yeah, I mean, the story is we met during the pandemic. We got introduced by a mutual friend. And you told me that part. Yeah. But I don't remember the marriage part. We eloped. Caitlin likes to tell it better. Go oh. for it. All right, uh, what, what do you mean? Yeah, we eloped. Where? Vegas? No. No, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Wyoming. Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Why there? That's where we eventually want to settle down. Oh, and, okay. like, if we start a family, that kind of stuff, we want to make, like, two, three days a week there and then travel back here on the other side. Have three. you been there before? Yeah, many times. Oh. So it's yeah. one of the only places in the world where I got off the plane. I was like, I'm going to live here. Mm. I never had that feeling I before. Never, you've been there, Wolf? It's crazy. Oh, it's crazy. Jackson Hole is unique. You think it's just a ski town, but you actually get there, and it's got all the amenities of, like, a big city, fine restaurants, amazing, like, things What's happen. What's the population? It's nothing, bro. It's like a small little ski town. Like, what, 30,000? I don't know. 10,000? I, I don't know Not how a lot big of people towns no. are. <laughs> but let's put it this way. You can walk across the town. There's like a town right. square. Right. But it's there's like also... Like Aspen, Colorado. You went right. in Col Kanye lost his mind. That's where he went. He went up to Jackson. That's where he recorded all his albums and everything. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. So, but it has... It, it's... Maybe I should go there. <laughs> yeah. Are you, are you in the verge? <laughs> Every day. <laughs> um... So that's cool. So I didn't know that. All right. So you eloped there yeah. at like where? Like a chapel? Did you no, find, we or? didn't. I, like, I don't know. I'm big into hot spring culture and like natural shit and like healing. And like we do yoga every day. Like we're very health conscious as far as that kind of stuff. So there was a Snake River has all uh, natural hot springs that are all along the river that you can like just jump into. So we didn't want to do a traditional wedding. We didn't invite any family. We're like, we love you, but. Stay home. We paid an officiant and also paid her to bring two witnesses. And we got married. On the side of the river. On the side of the Snake River. We got married there. And then we went and jumped in the hot springs right after on the side of the river. That's beautiful. Keep yeah. it simple. Yeah, it's awesome. Maybe I should start. Yeah, I feel like this is an advertisement for uh, <laughs> Wyoming. <laughs> what a cheap we're going to bring we're you up there. eloping in general. We're going to bring you up there. <clears throat> Are we good on sound? Is everybody all queued up? All right. Wolf Ramirez, by the way, is our awesome producer. Like I said before, creative director, editor, videographer. He's 
We still got to get a camera on you, dude. Yeah, we, you he do doesn't want to be on. He, he's on Instagram, but he won't come on my podcast for some reason. And, he, mean, and he produces it. You had to drag us here, so I get it. Okay. You didn't have to drag <laughs> us here. Thanks. Oh my god! <laughs> but you're, this is your first time here at Jam in the Van. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. So X Rehab Center located next to a mosque. It's literally connected to the mosque. So I was going to propose to the owners, hey, just bust the wall through. Would the mosque go for that? I'm going to propose it. That way, there's just like a sliding glass door if you want to like go if you repent. So it's convenience for back. you more. I, for, it's more for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after my podcast, I want to go let my hair down. <laughs> <laughs> how do you think? How do you think the group over there would do with the smoke coming over? We'll see, I think we'll have like a smoke-proof, you know, like like a wall or curtain. You know what right. I mean? But you're going to see some motherfuckers peeking in, like, what is going on in there? <laughs> <laughs> Smells good. Uh, so this is a multiplex, indoor, outdoor uh, podcast studio, music, comedy. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. So. If you're watching, just go to jaminthevan.com here in West L.A. What about you, bro? Have you ever been married? No. Really? No. That sounds, seems weird to me. It's not for everybody. My wife's name is Sierra. Sierra, <laughs> Sierra Nevada. She's really nice. I mean, I was kind of on the same flip tip before I met Caitlin. I was a... Player for life. It was Look, never going to happen. You never know. Sometimes, the, 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 you know. The, uh, yeah, the, I mean, I, I like the idea of the mosque fun. being next door. There's <laughs> <laughs> if you're ever going to find one. Yeah. Well, I can't go in there after I've had some drinks. That's for sure. My mom always says that. Uh, God will not answer your prayers if you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Why? So I understand your. I, no, I get it. She's like, I understand you know, your regime. Then you go in there first, and you come here. I gotta go there first, then come here. I think you should start a whole program. <laughs> I think you should do tours. I'll be tours. The, the, we'll call it the halfway clean tour. Yeah. <laughs> you go and you pray before you're set. And you and only do shows next done. to Moss. Right. Nice. You pull the van up. There's a there's a brand. There's a, there's I see some IP in there somewhere. <laughs> so you guys you guys got married, but uh, was the comedy? Did you guys you didn't meet because of comedy? Comedy came later. Nah. Like your business, you have a. Your company's called Can't Even. Comedy. I can't even. I can't even. Yes. Comedy. <laughs> and um, did you came up with the name, I'm assuming, right? We have agreed for the rest of our marriage that any good ideas we have, we both came up with together. Okay, but who said Can't Even We was, both was right came there? up with it. Okay. Together. I like that. No, I like you. Know, give her props. He won't when we leave. First of here. all, men would never <laughs> call a comedy show that. No. <laughs> A man would never say we're gonna unless he's gay, you know. Like, I can't even. I, I think it, it came from we were. We, I don't even think we were running. No, mics we weren't doing yet. shit yet. I I have a nasty habit, and I've been called out for saying I I am a very I don't, I'm a reactive person when I watch comedy. Mm. So if someone says a joke that hits with me, I just say I can't. I can't. Right. And like, I've actually had comics be like, that's not encouraging. And I'm like, it comes from a place of like, oh, that's so bad. I can't, but it's good. Right. Get I over can't, yourself. I can't. I can't. I, can't, I, can't. <clears throat> I dated a girl who was literally half my age. Uh, and, uh, that must have been really fun for you. It was. That is my silence. It was. It, it was. It was. It was fun and dramatic. Uh, it was um, uh, legal. 
you know. <laughs> that's good. That's that's no, like you know, she was like over twenty one and uh but she used to, that was her go to term like the, all the time. Can't, I can't even I can't even I can't even that's kind of a millennial term, isn't Is it? it? Are you I, millennial? I am a millennial. How, how, do you feel me asking how, how old are you? Thirty three. Oh really? You look much uh, younger. How old thank are you? you, thank you. <laughs> how old am I? Forty two. Yeah. Really? You guys look young, man. Yoga. Well you're not a millennial, but you are kind He's of Gen X. Technically. Yeah. Well I'm Gen X. Same. Too. Yeah. I'm a millennial. Sorry about that. It's fine. I'm a good one. I'm one of the good ones. <laughs> so you guys... Start... I'm one of the good ones! <laughs> hey, I didn't say all of you were bad. I'm I, just... <laughs> I... You know... <laughs> yeah, he had the, the engineer agrees with you. I feel like when, my when entire body is going to get photoshopped out of this. <laughs> when Wolf is smiling or giggling or laughing or snickering at something, then... Um, it's probably true. I think you definitely <laughs> need to have Wolf involved. Like, even if you have he to GoPro his ass and a little that's camera. Why don't we get him just one that's of those masks like Marshmallow? Yeah, that'd you be great. Get him Actually, a, a mask. Head. That's fantastic. He is a wolf mask. Just put him all on wolf head. There you go. What is that on, on your, uh, what is that, a bong? Yeah. Oh, damn. That's the bong. <laughs> I thought it was a lamp. It does look like a lamp. <laughs> it looks like a big, like, I don't know, what the, with the eyeball and shit? It's just fancy. Can I? Can we show people that? Or this is this is. Is this like, your is, is this like your own doing? Did you make it? I didn't make really? it. Really? No. Should you? Here. Isn't it like a crazy cartoon character or something? Right. That's not even dude. And it's it's made out of well, it looks like glass, but it's ceramic. Glass. Has fiberglass. That's a <laughs> that's a real person's eyeball they found. <laughs> so, I this mean, is, this, it's actually really beautiful. This has turned into a. Um, I'm gonna put it right here. A bong. Do you mind if I? He's gonna drop. He's things. gonna drop your oh. shit. <laughs> okay. Don't take that. Take those negative vibes. I think it's a good. I like the eyeball. Wait, do a lot of. Is it a big thing? Is it frowned upon in the Muslim community to smoke weed? Oh, funny you should ask, my friend. <laughs> Let me explain to you the Islamic... <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's kind of a mixed bag and question right now because Muslims believe anything from the earth is halal, okay. which means uh, kosher. Right. <clears throat> and, well, you know, marijuana is from the earth. Right. So it's, to me, it's halal. <laughs> <laughs> so what, is it the older, older generation that's not with it? Yeah, I mean, Islam is a very dissected... Religion, there's like 70 some some odd branches of it's it. It's like Hinduism. Yeah, like there's the book, but then people have kind of started their own right. splintered versions of it. Right. So I don't really consider myself. Do you practice practi- Ramadan? No, dude, I'm drinking a beer. What do you think? I don't know. You, yeah, I, mean, I, no. I know a lot of Muslims that do the same thing, but I'm, then they I'm, practice Ramadan. Yeah, I mean, I, I dip in and out of it because I don't like the idea of organized chaos. Like, I don't like being a part of a. Per, like a a community's thought process, like everybody should like the same. Oh, you don't thing. like the herd mentality. I don't like it, and I think religion has that. That's smart. But I've taken elements and pieces. I I am a <clears throat> I am a haji. I performed my pilgrimage to Mecca when I was twenty seven. Unbelievable. Uh, and that changed my life, and that was a big to do because I was living in Hollywood, and I was like all caught up in the scene. And my mom one day was like, you know. I remember I had a bad dream. That's what it was. That I was being chased by demons in Hollywood. Wow. And I woke up. <laughs> wow. And my mom called me. 
right when you woke up. And she said, uh, I told her I had, I told her about my dream. And she goes, yeah, you need to come to Hajj. And I was like, I'm not, because when you go to the Hajj as a Muslim, you're supposed to go once in your lifetime. But typically people do it later. Yeah. Because it costs it, a lot of money too. It, it's expensive. Let's not, you know, let's yeah, go ahead and put that out there. It's expensive as fuck. But, but you, you go there to clean all your sins. So you see a lot of older people going there. Oh, okay. You don't see a lot of younger, like, really? Younger people. I mean, they do, but it's like, it's you more. You gotta collect sins before you You gotta can collect clean them. Yeah. But I had, like, you know, I don't know. You've been in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Were you originally from LA? I was born in Egypt. Oh, wow. Yeah, Cairo. Okay. Uh, right outside of Cairo. And my dad immigrated when I was a month old with my mom. And then I, I moved to LA when I was 19 and I was an actor for, I feel like this should be about you, not about me. I like, I, he has hey. a way with this. Yeah, you're like spotting. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's his podcast now? Yeah. No, I just felt like I, I, I started diatribing for a second. I was like, am I, am I monologuing? <laughs> I invited you guys to be on my podcast to talk about what you guys are doing, not about me. I'm like, so I, when, I was, when I was a month old, my parents. Well, it helps <laughs> me because there's commonality in it. Look, dude, I, I like the, <laughs> you should you should you should come on and co-host with me sometimes. I, mean, I had a co-host, really awesome friend of mine, this guy Blake Barty. Yeah, but we didn't. There were, the vibe wasn't there, so he, Blake's on our show next week, right? I think yeah, so. I like Blake. Yeah, he's he's uh, gonna be on the birthday show actually. Okay, great. Yeah, but he's also on our show on Tuesday. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, he's funny. He, he yeah. hit us up after we had you on the show. Oh, good. Yeah, no, because like, I told him I said, hey, yo, yo, hit hit these guys up. It's an awesome uh, thing. He works hard. He hustles. He's got like a tight, you know, 10 minutes, 12, 15, maybe. He's still like... Did you guys come up in comedy yet? No, no, no. He's he's only, he's only really only been in the game like a year. Oh, wow. But we met in yeah, Huntington Beach. I was going to say, if they came up together and he only has 10 to 15 minutes, then he should have already quit yeah, comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, he's a nice guy and he's a, he's a professional guy and he promotes and he's like, you know... He's passionate about. He definitely uh, is passionate about it. Yeah, and I, I don't. I wouldn't recommend him if I if I didn't uh, like him or believe in him. He's uh, he, he definitely works hard, but um, but uh, yeah, no, the comedy scene. You know, going back to the pilgrimage thing really quick. When I came back from that pilgrimage and I moved back to Hollywood, I felt like my skin had shed mm. because I came back with this like whole new like truth. Right. Right. Not as a Muslim, just as a person of the people. Like, there are millions of people at this pilgrimage. You feel like you found your origin a little bit more. Kind of. I just felt like... Perspective. Not only perspective, I feel like I was kind of fast-forwarded into the future. Like, I got a glimpse of what, 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 you know, Judgment Day is going to look like. Damn. And I was like an epic, you know, fucking Tom Cruise, Steven Spielberg movie. Like, it it was epic, you know. That's crazy. And uh, when I came back, I just kind of got this weird perspective and... A lot of people got cut out of my life, uh, not even like, aggressively, or it just you know you just kind of stop talking to people. You, energetically, yeah. That's it, um, and then things just kind of shifted around. But LA has that. We do the same. We run into the same thing with the comedy show, because we run shows twice a week, right? So it's so just, so let me ask. Let me just go back to the, the origin of Can't Even. You guys come up. You guys get married. It's during the pandemic. You you you. You're a comic. Mm-hmm. You're a producer. Let's come up with like what sparked that. It wasn't can even can that. I talk? Yeah, go for it. Okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> hey, all that I'm, shit. I'm all this that close to getting <laughs> cut out of this podcast. All that, all that shit about the pilgrimage. <laughs> edit that, man. 
I'm sorry. Go ahead, miss. You guys are fine. <laughs> Just go get coffee or something after this. <laughs> um, so we met, and everything was super shut down because we met a month into like April 2020. And um, so we were just hanging out for a while. And then weird outdoor stuff started opening up. So I started going back to like my hosting gigs and like hosting open mics that I worked for. And he came to a few of them and he was like, this is gross. Who's, whose mics were these? Um, like so at the time? Because I was tracking some of them. So, do you know, before, fourth before wall. You, guys, you know, fourth, fourth wall. wall. I never, I've never been in there, but I've heard of it. Um, I love Joe Menente. He runs them, but it's, it's, you know, Boys Town. It's like 11 mm. p.m., very grungy. Um, and it was great work for a really long time. And I was just working for a bunch of other people. Um, and You're he like, was. Why don't in, we do our own thing? Yeah. And right. he was in music. And I had started producing a show right before the shutdown. Like we got one monthly show off and then everything shut down. And I revisited that idea with those my co-producers on that and it just didn't there wasn't the right workflow um and he and i have very similar workflows and um we had a pizza place that he was connected to you know delicious you know you mike know delicious and, vinyl? Uh, you know mike and rick ross that run delicious they used to have delicious vinyl with like tone loke and all that on the back what, of the what street was that on sunset, Hall, sunset. yeah I mean they have a back anyways so so he was suffering business-wise, and he was like, I need something in this back parking lot like, or some form of entertainment. So I was like, I know how to run mics, and I know all these comics that would come out and do it. And so we just started running mics, and people loved the energy because most open mic scenes, you go, it's a bunch of comics who are just arms folded. And right, judging you. Yeah, and so we kind of created like a... Real quick, this was this like on Sunset Boulevard, was it... Uh, west of like the comedy store. You know what Gwen is? The Steakhouse? Oh, it's right behind like, Mama Shelter. So it's between. But that's not Sunset. That's Selma. Sun sunset. No, it's on Sunset between Wilcox and uh, not Gwenga, but just. You know where Marvin Gaye's recording studio is? Like right in the heart of Hollywood, basically. Yeah. Okay. Like, a like by blocks the from CNN by. building. Okay, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. But so like behind Mama Shelter, like on Sunset. Right, so you were running comedy shows and like in the back parking, parking lot. Parking we couldn't lot. do anything indoor. Right, and running open mics and, and people then were, shows. People and were showing up. It was they were selling out. It was crazy. And then we like yeah. how many seats? Fifty, hundred? No, like, no, like the comic lineups were the mics. So were the mics out. were selling out, and then the shows were selling out, and those were forty to fifty. And then. And then I had some contacts in Austin, so I was like, let's go to Austin. So mm -hmm. we hit them up. We did shows up there. Those started selling out. We tried New York. Um, and then now we have a residency in Austin every three months. And then things started to move quite quickly. And then uh, Mama, Shelter. Mama Shelter found out about, about us. And they had just been starting to reopen. And they tried to, three years before, I was in a deal where I was going to come in and probably do their programming. And I was like, I don't have time for all that right now because I was running a production company. And they, we got a call, this random call again. They're like, reopening, do you have any ideas? And so we pitched them on the idea, and they're like, let's do it. And so we've been there since. So, so I've done the show. It's an awesome show. Let's talk about that. It's on the rooftop. It's a place Overlook. called Mama Shelter. It's right in the heart of Hollywood. Uh, Selma and Wilcox. Yeah. It's like literally right in the, like, 
the nut of Hollywood. Yeah. Because I used I grew up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's like as far as like Hollywood is concerned, that's like it's pretty centrally located, right? You can't get much more. You yeah. can't get much more Hollywood than that. Like Kitty Corner from the Dream and Tao and yeah, all that stuff. All that Coenga Boulevard, yeah. Hollywood Boulevard, <clears throat> and you have this rooftop show. It's real sexy. There's like, like, not beds, but like these couches. What do you yeah. call those? There's uh, I think day they're beds. Day they beds. They're like day beds. Yeah. Right, I and there's like a sexy bar. There's some tables off to the side. There's a beautiful view of the city. And everybody's just there to laugh. It's a fun vibe. Yeah. And all our shows are free. That's a big Oh, you don't thing. charge there? No. no. Oh, so how do you, if you don't mind me asking, how do you guys... We have a money? good arrangement with the hotel where they basically... Hey, I don't ask, I don't tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we don't know. <laughs> we just have a really good... So This isn't a soundproof room. This is, this hopefully we'll go to places. <laughs> Um, we just have a really good, we have a good arrangement with the hotel that, um, is beneficial to both and uh, an amazing GM to work with. That's unbelievable. That's what counts, man. Oh, a hundred percent. When you're working with like independent, you know, producers or venues or whatever, if the general manager, the owner or whatever ain't down with it, it's never going to happen. And also like if they're short sighted, like. We're, they don't see the bigger picture. Yeah, we're right. very lucky in that like he brought us in with a bigger picture in mind. And he found you guys. Yeah. He well, we a person that works for him knew me. And we've had a long standing relationship and he came in as the new GM because the old one didn't do well there. And they were talking about starting events back up after the pandemic and she called me. And she's like, What are you up to? Because I know we talked about that because she knew all my music connections. She's like, you know, we'd want want to get this going. So then we went and they had the meeting and it just hit it off and now we run the shows. I do all the other programming for them as well on top is of Is it oh really? Yeah. What what else is going on there? Uh Sunday nights there's like a Afrobeat and house like dance party. We're bringing that. in a reggaeton night on Friday nights. I didn't know that. We're booking it all? Yeah. And then people once, go check out Moma Shelter. Once a month we have Adrian Miller, Anderson Pack's former manager, brings in like the next new artist. Is, is Ken even comedy every? It's every week, right? Every Tuesday and Thursday. Every Tuesday yeah. and Thursday. And Thursday. Oh, you guys? Did you guys add it at night? No, nope. no. It's always been so Tuesday and Thursday. Tuesday show is the best of Mike show. So we mm-hmm. take the best com. We, so our format is basically five o'clock. We run a mic. Mm-hmm. Then we have a DJ pl- play for an hour, so it turns into a party. And then we have a show at uh, seven. Seven on Tuesday. On, both Every. nights. Oh, both Same. nights. And then we have a DJ play for an hour after the show, so you can chill out and right. relax. And so Tuesday show we book straight from the open mic, because a lot of our model too when we started the company was, I was working really hard. I've been, I think I'm coming up on seven years of doing comedy, and I'm one of my worst skill sets is. Um, kissing up to people and brown nosing and yeah so and it was <laughs> it just got it got pretty exhausting to put in a lot of work do yeah. like five to seven mics like even a day sometimes pre-pandemic and just not get the booking opportunities when you feel like you're really putting in the time and then you you, you get it you see people who aren't really funny getting spots on shows and you're like I'm gonna she wasn't advertising TNA well, well, she was trying to get booked but also like well, well so to coattail what you're saying yeah. yes yes and yes okay there is an element of ass kissing you know politicking showing certain assets that will get you on stage I mean I've seen a lot of comics 
get work and I'm just like, how did they, like, who, what? It's so, sort of like, but I guess, like, it's my question is, before you continue on, is when you're doing your mics, yeah. you put the best of the mics on the main show. You put them on a Tuesday show. We put them on our Tuesday show. Oh. And so how, we have a best of mic show. show. So, okay, I get that. But how many, <clears throat> how many mics are, do you have and how many get run, the, how many make the cut? We run two mics a week. Tuesday and Thursday at five o'clock. And how many comics on each show? On the mic. On the show or the mic? Sorry, the mic. Ten comics per mic. Ten. So twenty comics a week show up. Yeah. Same ones every week, or does there's new people? We had to create boundaries so that it wasn't the same. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, if I see this person do the same opener, that doesn't work any more times. Are people showing up for the mics? Yeah. So the mic audience. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's what's happening now. So it also feels like a show to them as well. So And this is a 5 o'clock five in the o'clock. evening? 5 to 6. So People wild. in Hollywood don't have jobs. So you get a bunch of... <laughs> and the funnier thing... <laughs> so you get a bunch of people that are just day drinking at 5 <laughs> at night. And, and they're like, what? Comedy? Open mic? And people love watching train wrecks. So they hang out and they have a good well, time. So out of the 10 comics, how many make the cut? To get on the, on the show, on there's the like six or seven, and it's like I'm not gonna say no, they're no, all. Like, no, I mean like how many of the twenty comics? Maybe we pick six or seven. Maybe six Out or of seven. The twenty. Yeah. Copy. And they and get like, like what, five minutes on the main show. Six. And then we'll book a couple people that we and like who are consistent. Do they do as well on the main show as they did in the mic? I'm not saying they do sometimes, well. Sometimes they they bite it because oh. because now they're like they got they got. <laughs> well, and we're to the big leagues, and here's right? and also from a business perspective, that show is structured differently as well as like as far as how we produce it too. So, if they're a brand new comic that's been doing comedy for a month, we're gonna capitalize on it. We're gonna say, okay, you've come to this mic ten to fifteen times. We're gonna put you on this show. We need you to try and get three to five people out. Mm. So we structured that as more of a and bringer show. Yeah. yeah. We don't because they've never them. done. But how do you? Okay, because I know. So and then they tend to do well because their I friends know, are there. Well, so no, I know, I know, I know the model because yeah. I've done it back in the day, and I know comics right now that that do it currently, and it's just a thing that you do. I'll give you five minutes if you bring five people, kind of thing. Right? Yeah. What if they don't and they show up and they're like, and we Sorry, just don't read we don't book them. them again. But, but you let we them don't go have... up that night. Yeah, we don't have a hard and we fast. Oh, hard. you didn't bring people you don't get up rule. But we're like, and oh, do, okay. And how do you know? How do you track? We them? have they all. Everybody that is coming to the show has to register on Eventbrite. Got it. And you can usually tell by whether or not they're sitting alone and don't have anyone to talk to. Listen, <laughs> l- listen, people, if you're out there watching this podcast, <laughs> you can suck at comedy. <laughs> but, if you have three friends. <laughs> you have three hey, friends. we've had strippers that yeah, have yeah. been sitting on the roof day I drinking. Imagine, remember the night that I did that? Yeah. Oh yeah, you yeah. Did well, me. I knew you were oh, busy. I forgot. I was, <laughs> that's why you love the show so much. I did their show and it was fucking packed. I don't know. There was probably. It seemed like 200 people. Yeah. But how many do you think were there? 200? I don't know. That night was a busy night. The whole, that it night was, was, it was busy that night. Yeah. Like, I couldn't even stand or sit anywhere. I, I was performing there. I had to fucking wait in the back. We're sorry. But I went up. 
Uh, can we get a green room going? <laughs> we have a green room. It's called Stage Right. Uh, no, you know where I went? The back. You know, the, if you go oh, all the way to the, side, They call yeah. that downtown side. Dude, and I went over there. I did a little Instagram. That's when you see, like, the mm-hmm. other side. That, that's a beautiful view, too. Yeah. Mama Shelter, if you ever are in Hollywood, man, check this place out. And the food smelled really good. I didn't get a chance to. We just got a new any. chef, and he's unbelievable. What is it, like, Brazilian, Colombian? Like, it's a mix. Like, they have amazing things. Know. Like Well, now so, the chef is Korean, like, so it's different. I, oh, really? I just felt like I was in a different country. It just had that, like, garlic, cumin. Yeah, they movie. did have a, a... Like I was in Greece or something. They did have, a like, a period where everything... Had a Greek vibe. Had, like, a tandoori type. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But real sexy vibe and whatever. But I'm on stage, and I'm doing my thing, and I start doing a little bit of crowd work. And, it's the best show for crowd work. And because because the day beds, <laughs> the, you're on a stage, there's a DJ right behind you, and then there, you're on the stage, and then there are like, I can't remember. It's, it's almost like in the round. Was there seat? Was there seating in the middle? No. no, no, it's like a catwalk. That's right, it's a catwalk. But on the right and left are these big day beds, and that's where everybody kind of congregates. And then there's seating all around you and at the bar, but it's really fun. But I remember doing crowd work, and there was that chick in the audience and I said what do you do for a living and she said I'm an adult film uh, actor and I was like have I seen you in (laughs) (laughs) anything and she's like probably you know what's your name remember that old band yeah yeah that doesn't happen outside of Hollywood. We no. remember you not leaving for a very long time that night, too. <laughs> she said hi to you. <laughs> she definitely came to say hi to you after the show. I actually, when I like, I checked her out and wasn't impressed. Really? Yeah, even as a porn star. I mean, no. I feel like you don't have to be talented to be a porn star. I just felt like she could have put a little bit more effort into her video. <laughs> but that wouldn't make it realistic. <laughs> No, she was kind of lazy about it. Like, even when I was doing crowd work with her, there was, like, this kind of... Like, she, she was yeah. nice and funny, but yeah. she was a little bit entitled. That's called Gen Z. Total Gen Z. Ugh. And then she's like, my name's so-and-so. Check me out on whatever, Pornhub, whatever. So I did, you know. I had to vet her. Wasn't impressed. You didn't what DM were her? you vetting her for? You know when you meet somebody in person? I was trying look, to see if she could fit the rotation. I'll, 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 no, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I've never... I've never slept like or been with a porn star. Like that's just not my jam yeah. or scene. I'm not. In, I'm not into that. I barely even watch it. What is times. Ahmed's type? Nice. You like a good conversation. Thoughtful. You like a good conversation. Respectful. <laughs> Can't even. Uh, no, but it was funny because uh, you know. So I, I just went like was checking her stuff out, and I was just like. Mm. There's pick a lot up. of that. Pick it up, girl. Uh-huh. We were having a conversation last night uh, with what? some with some with somebody that generally it's like there's this thing in a lot of industries right now where there's just access. You can make it in industries without a lot of effort or a lot of access. Would yeah. be a comedy, porn, whatever. You know it is. the new feet foot app? Have you seen this thing? No. Uh, yeah. People are selling pictures or videos. Have you heard of this, Wolf? It's something about yeah. feet where you. Either take a picture of your foot or take a video of it, and you can post it on this like app, and people will pay to buy the picture of your feet. So like an NFT or what is it? It's like OnlyFans. I don't for, think it's, it's like an only NFT. Fa- no, it's like OnlyFans for feet. <laughs> you get had exclusive a access of to someone's foot, foot collection <laughs> for life. Dude, I'm telling you, I I, I don't know. Google. I it. think I we a... started a new business, NFT for feet. <laughs> I think we're 
I think we're dying as a society. Yeah, if we, oh, 100%. If, if we 100%. I have a friend who would get paid. She had a cop friend who would pay her to FaceTime him, like, from the floor and just, like, wave her foot over the phone. Lots of money. Okay. Like, 400 $500 just while she's studying to get her Degree. doctorate. <laughs> just. Where are you from originally? Tennessee. What part? No, just south of Nashville. Okay, and you moved here? 2007. Seven, and you're from? Winnipeg, Canada. Oh, that's right. You're Canadian, yeah. eh? Yeah. I forgot about that. It's yeah. not cool. It is a thing. And you used to play <laughs> basketball, you told me. I played basketball. I played a lot of sports, but... Uh, you're yeah. a huge guy. You could have, you, you know, you could have been a I played rugby, basketball, a lot of stuff. Rugby, too? Mm-hmm. Doesn't Jack do rugby? Our creative director, Jack Higgins, does rugby. It's a, It's a real thing. You have to learn how to actually tackle somebody in rugby, unlike football. No, I, I respect rugby. Rugby is just like people are getting fucked up. Fucked up, yeah. yeah. You got to have a lot of smarts or aggression in that sport, one of the two. Are your parents proud of you out here, or are yeah. they sort of like, what are you doing, honey? You need um, to come back. Well, it was a. So we filmed a bunch of specials we last Thursday. Most importantly, your special. Okay, we filmed by oh, half yeah, hour. Congratulations, thank you. By the way. Thank you. And Is it, it was the first. Done? Fir- are you still in the editing? We're still in Be yeah. out in August. We'll probably release it in August. You can subscribe to our YouTube on Can't YouTube? Even Comedy app. <laughs> by the way, a quick plug on Instagram, YouTube, Can't Even Comedy. Correct. Um, and so we're going to do something in Huntington Beach August 19th. Yes. Yes. Sea Legs. Amazing. Great menu. Stay tuned. We uh, have the lineup. Do you want to announce the lineup right here? Go for it. Go ahead, Caitlin. Uh, we have Johnny Pemberton. No, most importantly, hold on. Ahmed. Ahmed, Ahmed. <laughs> Johnny Pemberton. Takara Williams. Me. <laughs> Leroy. A good friend of ours and Michael Munsoor. Yeah. How do you vet your comics? Everybody has their own process. We. I, I'll tell you my process. So I want to hear yours first. We hate video submissions. We don't look at video submissions. <clears throat> really? No. Interesting. How do you? All right. Like we if someone why. hits us up, we why, might why, scroll why? through their IG. But why? Why won't you watch their video? Because for our, I, more than the com- comedy, we actually like to meet them in person. I get that, but I'm saying, like, do you put them on a mic, like an open mic first? We actually tell them to come by the show because we have a non-traditional venue, right? Mm. So <laughs> we've had a lot of we have a lot of people A-list that... comics that have come to our place, and they've some of them have hit us up directly. We don't even ask them, and they want to do our show. But when they get there, because it's not the store, it's not this, it's not it's that. not a club environment where people aren't allowed to heckle. They get up, they distractions. Get you, they get up they get on stage. Oh, and they and they bomb. I, I can see that. They bomb. bomb. I can see that. And not only that, they dump on the show, show. and the environment Fuck and this, the crowd this, you guys saw into the yeah, mic. Into the mic yeah, and I, the crowd. I've seen that. I've seen that. And it's just you like start blaming the audience. Yeah. yeah. And so you we, know Charles Fleischer. No, he, he's an old school comic. Uh, he was he was the voice of Roger Rabbit. Oh wow! Old he was on um, Welcome Back, Cotter. He played okay, cool. he played like he was like an old school character actor. But anyway, genius guy, like alien out to space kind of dude. But right. super smart, like you know, just Matrix kind of smart. Okay. <clears throat> and I was dumping on the crowd one night years ago. And I came off stage, and he, he pulled me aside, and he goes, never blame the audience. Mm-hmm. He goes, they came here to see you. 
do your job and entertain them. Otherwise, get out of the industry. I think more comics need to hear, hear that. that. Well, it's not like the audience's job. You look, there has to be some sort of order at a comedy show. I did a show last Wednesday at a place called The Hive, which was in, uh, uh, what was it called? Winaldo, Winaldo. It was like Temecula, like out there, like east. Mm -hmm. And there was probably 50 people, bro, in like a sports bar. And I had to come out like Machine Gun Kelly and just fucking, because everybody's talking. So I just had to machine gun through everything. But I knew what I was getting myself into. Like, I knew that, like, if I started talking shit to the audience, shut up, fuck you, and all that yeah, stuff. They're just going to. They're going to turn on you. Turn on you. So yeah. I just machine gun through it. And luckily, I had, there were moments where people, the laughs got big enough where people stopped talking and were listening. Well, I have a theory, too, especially in L.A., um, people in LA, it's, it's, it's like the dating tactic where if you ignore someone, like they're then like drawn to you. <laughs> so if you don't give them the, that attention, they're like, why isn't she talking? Right. Yeah. And it's one of my, one thing that baffles me most is like, we have the setup of our show is very much so if people are on those day beds, they're probably looking at you and they're probably engaged. The bar, yeah. maybe not so much. The dinner tables on the side, very hit or miss. Most of the time, half of them are paying attention. And we'll get someone get on the stage, look past everyone in front of them who's paying attention, right. and they'll find the one table right, right. that's not paying Pay attention. attention. Well, it's well, like, why well, are you putting your energy well, into that's, someone so that's not Psychologically, that's listening. the insecurity of a comic. Right? Ugh, we ugh. always focus on that one person who doesn't like us as opposed to the 85 90% uh, yeah that but do. i don't believe i don't believe that bro get fucking professional <laughs> in my well, opinion well that also comes with you know like you said it comes with years and putting in the hours and like these young comics that it's don't not the young anybody. comics that we have the problems with it's like the people, seasoned it's, really? seasoned it's comics the it's the store who've it's, gotten really? a break that only do those places like who give me give me one example. we're not, we're not gonna shut them up <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing that. Good try, but no, we're good. When we're not on camera, we'll give you a whole the names. rundown. We'll give you we, the list. All right, can we just do it and then cut it out? Nah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> really Yo, this is that's your that, like, Wolf. Well, that's his dude. That's his play, right? I remember one time. I love comedy juice. I love God. Like Wolf's, Wolf's. We recorded like probably twenty. This is what number thirty. Is this twenty nine? We're almost at thirty uh, episodes. This this is a fun one too. I talk a lot of shit. Oh, you should. We will talk shit. We'll just talk we're shit. Just we're just not gonna, gonna name it. And, and I'm not gonna. <laughs> I, and, and I don't want you to. No, you do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, after you said you don't want to do, I'm not gonna, you know, force it. But when we're done with this podcast, Off camera, when sure. we go out for a burger yeah. next door, <laughs> yeah, I want to fucking hear everything. Yeah. Well, it was in. I remember one experience specifically like, because. Oh. Most of our bigger name, like verified comics at that time, we were getting via recommendations. And what do you, what do you mean verified? What is that? Like blue check blue mark. Check mark on bullshit. Yeah. Uh, and so we were really? sitting back there, and this comic had been very rude. No, first of all, he to our hit host. us, chased us to get on the show. I'm telling the story. Oh, go ahead. He'd been very. You guys are married. Yeah, we are man. very married. He'd been very rude to We're our host. <laughs> um, he got on stage. He he sat the whole time. 
he was like, I was going to leave, sat but they the gave me a drink. and sat now on I, the stool? Yeah. He got up on the stage, uh, sat on the stool. Looked at his phone. He was like, I was going to leave when I came up here and saw this, but they gave me a drink and they paid me, so now I have to. And we're okay, like, can I ask you I'm Can like, I ask you one question? Sure. Was he a white or black cop? Black. I'm not going to say! <laughs> we can say that. I know you know who, who it is. is. And, then, and then I run to the back, and I'm like, Maxwell... Who recommended this guy? To I us? know exactly who who did. And then we scrolled through our DMs to see like how we were connected to him. I'm like, this motherfucker hit us up for a spot. I hate so, LA comics. So now we ha- our vetting process is it doesn't matter if you're people. big or not. Like we're like, hey, we're totally open to booking you. It's just you've hit us up. You say, oh, I really want to do your show. You haven't been to our show, so you, you don't you, you don't know if you we pay great. we pay and we, we pay, pay the best we can. Amount. As soon as I walked in, uh, when I did their show at Mama Shelter, as soon as I walked upstairs and met you, I don't know, we just kind of used, I think we saw yeah. each other. You, you came up to me and yeah. you're like, I'm at, okay, yeah. I'm at, you're Maxwell, whatever. Like two, three, four words after that, boom, you whooped out an envelope and paid me. And I was like, that never fucking happened. Well, this is the thing. I've been in I, the- I love that. Like, as an artist, just forget about comedy. As an artist- we don't like to go on stage and leave not knowing if we're going to get paid, whether it's a hundred bucks or ten thousand bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've been in the industry long enough, be it entertainment industry long enough. I know that, and I've been done artist management, and I hate dealing with fucking promoters where I have to go up and be like, "Listen, I'm going to kick your ass if we don't get this money." <laughs> like I've had to do that shit too. Yo, you want to yeah. rep me? <laughs> I um, work. This is my manager, man. <laughs> He's share? got his hands full off can we, can we We're actually working on something we can talk about later, too. That could do that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Was that a threat? No, 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 no. We're working on something. It's a about, friendly threat. He's like, yeah, I'm, work, hey, I'm working on something. Oh, God. We'll tell you about it later. Right? After the fucking cameras are oh, stopped I rolling. Wanna know, now I want to know if you... You, if it's the same comic we're thinking of. But we'll tell later. I have, in my head, I have three of them that I think... Oddly enough, oh, no, who I know I, he knows who he is because he's done shows with him. All right, well, well, after the cameras will yeah. stop rolling. But so I, I know. I when, should, I should just back to it. your money thing. It's I didn't want to have that misinterpretation out of the respect for the artist. When we come up, the can't even comedy is formed out we of. We also just don't want to forget. So the second what? we see you, no, we're like, I mean that it. might be your mo. But oh, that's my mo. I have a stack of cash. The second I, I want to get it out as soon as possible. Well, I am from your school, but I'm actually more from your school in the sense of like as a no, <laughs> no I'm just no, saying I'm as a producer, like yeah. I do want to just make sure I want to get it off my person, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I also want the artist to feel comfortable to go. Oh wow! I walked into this gig before after right after they said, they said hello. I got my check or envelope full of cash or whatever. Went up on stage. They fed me, you know, gave me yeah. drinks, whatever. It was a fun vibe. Like, I had a really fun time at your show, man. It's a... Well, we try to create... It's a- unlike anything I've ever done before because oh, cool. it's... Excuse me. I'm burping. It's... Um, I feel like I was in, like, like South Beach, Miami. Yeah. It had that kind of vibe. Well, I mean, the, the premise behind it, what I kind of, we kind of wanted to create was kind of like Dave Chappelle's block party. Yeah. Like, hey, come hang out. This is going to be a great experience. Yeah. And afterwards, and, and you get to dance, have fun, you're going to see some. No, it was sexy, cool. You know, the, the vibes were fun. The DJ and that's, the DJ's great. That's another way we vet comics. Like, we're... 
because we run so many shows. Like if if we book someone we don't really know and they bomb, okay, cool. But if we book someone we don't really know, they do a really good job, and they get into the experience. Then we're like, okay, we're putting you on our priority list. So let me ask bring you back this. roster. I, I have a I have a please thank you excuse me clause. I don't like people who don't say please thank you and excuse me. Okay, like go fuck yeah, yourselves. Love that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of comics don't. And I have... <laughs> oh, I've got some messages. <laughs> so so I don't... Like, I've actually reached out to comics for to, like for work to give them money and hire them. And they're just like, yeah, whatever. Text me here. Like, they're real, like, like I owe them something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I don't like that. No, we don't fuck with that shit either. I'm not looking for anybody to kiss my ass. I never have. No, disrespect. But there's this etiquette. Like, if I got booked for a gig, hey, man, thank you so much, you know, for yeah. making time. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm always grateful. If someone's up my ass too much, I'm suspicious, too. I'm well, like, I don't there, know there's a it. difference. No, I'm saying, okay, I understand your point. No, I mean I'm the saying, kiss my ass part where I'm like, eh. There's a little of that, too. Yeah. Like, too much ass kissy vibe. But um, entitled comics drive <laughs> me fucking nuts. We're dealing... And that's back to my point I was talking about before. Industry. All- who was the black guy who disrespected? <laughs> but mu- <laughs> no, I'm not going back to that. Who was the black guy? Goddammit! Oh my god! <laughs> we're gonna get. Oh, we're gonna get canceled so bad. Um, industry. It's fine. I'm I'm black, so you're safe. Oh, you're I right. am. I'm Egyptian, which is North African, which is African. That's true. You're welcome. <laughs> Let's go to the Thank mosque. you, please. So what were you saying? <laughs> and you're Excuse welcome. Me. And you're welcome. <laughs> Excuse me. Right, yeah. right. No, I'm just saying, across all industries, like entertainment industries, you're seeing this. Is this like, if I have check marks, if I have these protocols that, then I'm better than, and I haven't even put the time into my my right. craft. And you, I have but, followers. But it's not always been like that. No. No. No, no, no. no. Pre-internet, you had to bust your ass. Right. Like uh, people were out there handing out business like cards. We and, do that. We're on no, street still, group. but I'm saying like back in the day, I yeah. used to do that. Yeah. I used to walk up and down Sunset Boulevard, 100, and pass out like actual little three by five. Uh, come to my comedy show. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, bark they still do that in New York. They bark in New York. Yeah, you bark. Yeah. You do don't see as much in L.A. L.A. is more like internet, like social Based. media driven. Yeah. So I think people, if you you know, if in this little bubble, it's it's different. Um, we do it in Austin. We Barking in Austin's easy. Works though. right. Yeah. I think where you have foot traffic is yeah. where it works. Right. You, you you were you guys were in Austin like, recently, right? Mm-hmm. Do you go to Sixth Street? No, we we don't go. We were at the Armadillo Village. Okay. Uh, you, you guys you guys liked Austin though, yeah? Yeah. We go I mean, you you have a presence there. Yeah, we go every year. Yeah. For Southwest. Great town. Have you done Austin yet? I in the past I have yeah. Okay. When Vince Vaughn, I was on Vince Vaughn's Wild West comedy show. We performed at some venue in Austin. I forgot the name of it. Really beautiful venue, actually. Uh, and then I've been there another time. <clears throat> There's a comedy club there. I forgot the name of it. It's uh, gone now. Uh, I think well, it's well, the main Cap, comedy Cap club. Cap City. Cap Cops City. Or? No, it was called Cap City. Okay. okay. Yeah, it, so we have a residency there. We do two shows every three months. One at uh, Native, and then we do another backyard show at this yoga studio. So Native In Austin. Austin? Yeah. Really? Yeah. At a yoga studio? We do two shows on a weekend, yeah. Do the yoga like instructors and students show up? We do up it or? in their back. They have an amazing courtyard. And, and, but and do they promote to the... Oh, like, oh yeah. So you got all, all these like, hot, we don't have hot yoga really do. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Ahmed, do you want to hey, come? Do you want to come? <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting a ticket tonight. 
Um, a couple things. Let, let's plug a couple things. Okay. Yes, let's um, do that. Let's let's wrap up. Can't even. So weekly, by uh, twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays, at Mama Shelter. Correct. Mm-hmm. Free. <clears throat> Free. No drink minimum. No drink minimum. No time you have to leave. It's a cool, sexy show. I've done it. Um, and then we're doing Sea Legs in Huntington Beach Correct. outside. Five hundred seats. Fire pits, cabanas, everybody's done it before. Uh, Bill Burr, Tiffany Haddish is coming back. Uh, Craig Shoemaker. <clears throat> um, we're doing we're doing another secret show with Jody Miller. Jody Miller doing secret show. July thirteenth. Yes, Wednesday. So go to Can't Even Comedy to check that out. My website, not my website, my Instagram. <laughs> what happened with your Instagram? Yeah, I got hacked by the FBI. Thank you for asking. Uh, <laughs> he's, on, he's on a no-fly list dude, you know what? You got on a no-fly list or what? I'm on the no-social media list. Dude, I, I've been hacked. My, my Facebook got hacked. My Instagram got hacked. And Twitter just... What ca- is her name? I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What's her name, Ahmed? <laughs> Who is she? Who's whose married wife did you fuck? Twitter Twitter <laughs> recently kicked me off. I just got kicked off of Twitter. For what? What did you do? I emailed them. I'm like, what did I do? And they said, you, uh, you've you infringed on copyright issues or whatever. And like, uh, what was it? Posted something that wasn't part of our community guidelines. Shit like that. What do you like, post? But nothing. show me what I posted. No, yeah. I, I think I liked a couple... Like tweets that probably they didn't. Have like. you ever watched Christina P's IG? I no. Love I just feel it. like the, yep. she's got the wildest shit I've ever seen on her IG, and I can't imagine you posting wilder shit than that's on there. So I don't understand. Like she Dude, just I, I literally all the fucked up shit throughout my finds. throughout my career as a comic actor, like performer, entertainer, whatever. <clears throat> I've continually had uh, my social media accounts like blocked, hacked, deleted. You know. So you, some people don't like you. Look, you're so, on the social no fly list. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wolf laughed. Yeah. <laughs> when when Wolf, he gets the mask, you have to get him like when, something he can adjust the lips when, so they move. When Wolf, <laughs> when Wolf laughs, it's funny. Oh no, I just I just feel like they're you know, I, you know I'm outspoken. I have a voice, and some people just don't like that, and I don't like a lot of people. And there's probably somebody inside that's like fucking hack this guy's thing or get rid of his account or whatever the fuck. Now we're going to get big enough so we can fix that for you. Mm-hmm. It, it, <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> you want know, you know, you know, a funny story? Uh, and not to not to drop names, but I'll go ahead and drop it. I'm friends with Vince Vaughn. Yeah. He's, he's an good old guy. good friend of mine. Awesome guy. Great fucking talented actor, whatever. And we talk like once a month. We text here and there. He's off filming something right now. And... I go, hey man, uh, you should get on social media. You know, why don't you? He's not on social media. He's not on anything. He has nothing. That's smart. Good. <clears throat> he doesn't have to though. Good for him. <laughs> I wasn't on social media until. You know what he said to me? I said, "How come you're not on social media?" He goes, "You know how I do it, babe." He goes, "I don't need to be on social media. They'll find me." <laughs> fact. And I was like, fact. Yeah. You know, if you're good at your art, you don't have to chase uh, fame. Fame right. will find you. Right. But we're in a business called show business. Yeah. You got to have the show. You got to have the business. And if you want to sort of, you know, coagulate the two, then it makes better sense, I think. It's a big thing coming up this Sunday, though. I heard it's somebody's birthday. 
Yeah. Well, this podcast won't be out before Sunday, but oh, okay. I am turning 52 on Monday. We're celebrating my birthday on Sunday. Wolf, I don't know if you got the memo, but you're welcome to move into your house this weekend. How dare you? <laughs> that was the quickest <laughs> shutdown I've ever heard. Gives no fucks. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's like, sorry, man, I can't make it. <laughs> the moving truck is coming at Hurry up, hurry up with this. What <laughs> time's your show? That's exactly when the moving truck's coming. <laughs> Uh, Caitlin's on the show. Anyway, this will come out after my birthday, but uh, you're 52. I'll be Yay. 52. Yeah, hopefully when this podcast comes out, God willing. Um, you're doing well at 52, <laughs> I'd say. Really? Yeah. Thanks, man. Better do another push-up. <laughs> um, let's just wrap it up really quick. What's your best Hollywood tale? Oof. Hence the the title here. See- it could be funny, dark. It could be at a restaurant. You bumped into fucking Pete Diddy. Like, I have it a, could be whatever. I have one. Uh, go for it, baby. I got a couple, but go for it. Okay. Mine is... You guys have a shared one? I don't think so. Pretty if, boring. If you, guys, if you guys can co-tell a, a story, it would be great. Oh. Or, We're pretty boring, bro. <laughs> I'll, I'll like, we just work now. I'll tell you what. I was like, you're the biggest celebrity we've what. had on what, our show. What, 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 <laughs> I'll tell you what. We were supposed to wrap it up 10 minutes ago. Can we Can we do, can you each do your best Hollywood story and keep it under five minutes? Oh, 100%. All right. I don't know about him, but yes. <laughs> um. The count of mine happened in Vegas. It, whatever Hollywood. See, it, he's whatever, already. Whatever's Hollywood. I've had people come in here and, and be like, I was in Florida and I went to shake Dan Marino's hand and. Cool. But yeah, it could be anything. It could be whatever celebrity. It could, so like a celebrity story. Got it. Um, I I graduated college and I was working with a mentor who was a theater director at the time, and she was Blake Edwards' assistant director at the time. And Blake Edwards did Is Blake Edwards the breakfast singer. No, Breakfast at Tiffany's, the original oh, Pink the Panthers. Yeah, the yeah, director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Famous so, director. Fa- yeah. So he was. I used to train his daughter. One of the Oddly Asian enough. ones. And what? <clears throat> I used to be a personal trainer back in the day. Oh, and amazing! His daughter, She's a personal trainer. Really? His boxing daughter coach. and a boxing coach. Okay. His daughter came into <laughs> to the gym. Like we fighting now? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know you square up to, to me? <laughs> oh, she also knows jujitsu. She flies helicopters. <laughs> <laughs> She's basically a Tom Cruise of comedy. <laughs> she does her own stunts. I'm like. <laughs> no, I, I forgot her name, but anyway, yeah, I, I trained her briefly. I used to meet her at like six in the morning, three days a week, and and train his daughter in the gym. Oh, amazing! Also. Yeah, when I was a personal trainer. Okay. So, Blake Edwards. Yes. So I was meeting. That, that was my Hollywood. I thing. was like, I was like, I'm never gonna get. I get like thirty seconds to my story back, right? Yeah, I was just saying that was my Hollywood. Thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I get, I get, I get, you know, let Excited. me have my thing too. Um. <laughs> This whole thing is your thing. So we, uh, it was me, my friend, Blake, a choreographer we were working with, and his wife, Julie Andrews, right. all met at the El Portal to go check out this black box because he was like in his late 80s at this point, like almost dead. Wait, I'm sorry. How did you meet him again? Uh, th- my mentor was his assistant director, and I was Got her it. assistant. And this is like, this is when he's like a famous guy and Julie Andrews is famous. This is like 2010. Okay. Not, yeah, okay. So not like at their, I mean, no, but they're, Julie, legends. they're, legends. they're still legends. Yeah. yeah. 
So it was just like five of us in the black box at the El Portal in North Hollywood just to check out the space because he wanted to produce this musical he'd written. And he's in like a roller scooter at the time. First of all, didn't realize Julie Andrews' boobs were so big. She's like an E or an F or something crazy like that. So I was like, okay, right. Mary Poppins got fat titties. There's your sound bite. I wasn't going there. But... We're, we're, in the, we're in the theater, and I used, to, I used to bite my nails at the time. So I'm sitting in the corner just very anxious being in this situation. And Blake is in his scooter. And he rolls up to me slowly and he looks at me and he's like, I bet your husband doesn't like that you bite your nails. And then like roll, I was like, I don't have a husband. And they rolled off. And my friend is like, Blake was flirting with you. I was like, what do you mean? She was like, he, she, he was fishing to see if you were married. And I was like, oh. And then I stopped biting my nails that week. But he was with Julie Andrews. He was with Julie in the, the theater time? and rolled up. It was like, I bet your he's husband a, doesn't. He's a pimp, huh? Yeah. Pimpin'. In a wheelchair. Is he still alive? No, he passed away like a year or two later. Hmm. That's a great Hollywood tale. Was it? I hope it was. <laughs> What's yours? Uh, first person to put money in my hand in this town was too short, the rapper. Really? Yeah. This so. is, I know this, this is, is already this, better. This, this, this is, is already be, better. This is going to be a great one. <laughs> So God damn it. Yours, yours, yours was no, good. it's okay. <laughs> well, you that's, know, you know the what, the that's funny. That's I went first. <laughs> the funny thing and the irony is that like his his rapper name is too short. He's probably a third of like a third of your size, mm -hmm. and he's giving you money. Too well, short. I just for, for, I was his, I was his personal like I did a documentary on him. I was his personal videographer and photographer for a bunch of years. Mm -hmm. Um, and did some animated music videos for him and stuff like that. So I was always on the road with him uh, for a period of time. And we ended up, there was a show in Vegas. Is this when he's hot? No, this is like maybe five, six years. He's still hot, man. This is the no, thing. No, I know, but I'm saying, you know, he was like. No, that, that's, this was, that's this, 90s, 80s. This is post. Yeah, but, you know, they got the albums coming up with him, Snoop, and uh, Cube. It's Mount uh, West. Yeah, Too Short was the shit. He's no, but he's got new albums coming out shortly. <clears throat> with how, how, how'd you get that gig? I was doing photography all over Hollywood. Like, I know, I, but who, like, how did I was doing photography for an, So I was doing photography for an event. I was doing a lot of event photography all over Hollywood, and there was one particular thing I shot consistently. And one of the people that was there found out I did animation, like I had an animation <clears throat> company. And so they're like, hey, a client of mine needs animation. So she brought me in to do that. And then it just transformed into a whole relationship that was bigger than just doing animation. He was the client. Yeah. Is he nice? Short is one of the most um, amazing human beings on an individual level. Like, you got, he said this in an interview, so I'm going to say it. There's Too Short, the, uh, the performer, and there's Todd Shaw, which is his, his government name. That's the, <laughs> his government he, name. That, that 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 are two different people. Sometimes Todd Shaw dips into the pleasures of Too Short, if that makes sense. But he's you got to remember before like Jekyll and Hyde kind of shit or no no he's just a really good guy. He you know all people talk about independent. I'm independent music all that. Short was doing independent in 1980. But you mean Todd Todd Shaw? I mean like he when you say he's the guts his government name that's. Like this who he is business a, sense, yeah. But who he is is a business sense, he, right? He just but overall nice guy, unbelievable human being, Damn. and and he puts his money where his mouth is. He doesn't just piss you like piss off, piss away your time. 
He actually, if he sees new talent, he will take the time to try to develop them and put them in the fold and try to put them in scenarios. Like, people don't know, Chris, uh, uh, Kid Rock's first album, Short found him and produced most of that. Like, crazy this, shit. This is why I love this podcast. I mean, you are getting some Hollywood awesome fucking dirt right here, right? <laughs> so, we end up in Vegas, and as Short's concerts normally go, you know, there's all baddies everywhere, all that kind of stuff, and we end up back hanging he out well, he's, well, he's what baddies like women ah okay yeah like hot women hot hotties <clears throat> and then <laughs> so i shoot the whole show we do whatever we got to do there's always a there's always an after party it usually ends up in a suite or uh, some kind of place and things transpire all that kind of stuff and i'm just kind of like minding my own business what do you mean things transpire what does that mean uh, you, uh, you know exactly Come what things transpire no it's called hollywood tales give us some dirt i'm giving i'm going to give you some dirt things past the 5 minute time limit so i'm in a relationship at that time right so i'm trying to be a Caitlin, good not, not her not her she knows this story i'm i'm trying to be i'm trying to be a good boy at that time right so, anyways, whatever's going on in that room, whatever's going on in that room, I'm not partaking in. But I sit down on the couch, and there's three, like, tens right in front of me. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go chill out back in my room, do my thing. And they're like, they stand, as I'm standing up, they're like, oh, where are you going? I'm like, I'm just going to go chill out in my room. They're like, we're coming with you. All three of them. <laughs> so, like, I didn't intend for this, all this to happen, so I get back, and the entire time I'm in my room, I'm contemplating whether the girl I'm dating at that time is worth not doing something with. I'm literally having the most fucked up yeah. thoughts. So I'm like, the devil wears Prada, bro. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> so for these Talk chicks... Talk about just, temptation. No, but they were... The thing is, I didn't... I think you regret I, not doing it. I regret not now. doing it because the end of the relationship, I should have fucking just tore no, through that whole situation. No, you know what? You're a better man for sticking to your But job. so three and a half hours, I'm just sitting there. They're drinking, having a good time. Everything's going down. I could have literally at one point been like, kiss her, let's go, da, 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 da. And the whole thing would have set off. But I didn't. There was self-restraint. The Jesus moments I was having in that scenario hey, were man. unfucking believable. Hey, Amen, brother. You got to... Sometimes you just but my loyalty, no. did, my loyalty didn't pay off, so fuck that bitch. <laughs> what happened with the breakup? No, we just split. And then right after, soon after? No, nah, it was a couple months after. But had I not split it off with her, I never would have met Kayla. I have a friend of mine. And, and I'm an 11. You're, She's yeah. a 20. You're 31. <laughs> I, I, I'll just really quick, and then we'll wrap it up. <laughs> I, I, funny, I like how you guys like teamed up. Yeah. yeah. I love you. It's love a real you. marriage. <laughs> A comic friend of mine, uh, I was in Vegas with one week, and he had just got married to a flight attendant for Southwest, uh, Southwest She's fucking everywhere, Airlines. Bro. And I never said anything to him, but I was like, in my head, I was like, never marry a flight attendant, bro. Mm. Like, I just, I've traveled around the world. I know. Yeah. I've met and had... Many offer. I've had drinks with a few of them, let's yeah. just say that. But... um. Oh, why don't you go into detail, Ahmed? <laughs> when the camera has stopped you, rolling. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean by that? When we uh, we had went we uh, we had gone to a strip club. I think it was uh, Crazy Horse or some shit yeah. in Vegas after a show. All the comics. That went. shit's not there anymore. Whatever it was, the, one of the no, one the, the big one's not there. Is anymore. it, okay. it burned in the fire? Oh, did it? Yeah. Okay, maybe I'm not going back. I didn't know that. When? Recently, I think. That's well, sad. Ask, he's, we drove by. It was Really? Yeah. Like the like the crazy horse, crazy horse. The one, Vegas? one, yeah, the main one. 
Yeah, I wonder if it was uh, purposely done or accidental. It looked like an insurance thing. Yeah, it was from like the middle. Of the Dude, I spent a lot of. That's why you're not in Instagram. You're lighting up strip clubs. I spent clubs. a lot of fucking money. In <laughs> <laughs> He's an arson. He's no. an arson for strip clubs. Bro, I used to, when I was in Vegas, That's that was my go-to place. Because you know the great thing about that? And I hate to say this, but I'm just going to say it. They have good food? Most strip clubs do have great Great steakhouses, like in the whoever chef comes in. Um, No, Crazy Horse was a bar that happened to have hot naked chicks walking around. Yeah, like you walk in, they're like playing like ACDC, Motley Crue, Biggie Smalls, whatever, and there was like all these like dudes hanging out, like at the bar, the tables, whatever, and they just happened to have like you weren't forced to talk to a girl or get a table or do a dance or. It wasn't that kind of vibe. That's why I liked it. Because you can, and they would always approach you. And I would always be like, oh my God, I, I think I'm that fucking handsome. And, I, and you were gaining your, your self esteem was based on the chicks? No, they didn't make no. it feel transactional, though. It wasn't transactional. Yeah. But, no. then, but then what I realized was this bitch is just trying to get 40 bucks out of me. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> um, but what I was going to say was uh, me and a comic had gone in a bunch of us had gone into the crazy horse and he had just gotten married to this gal and he he was sitting down we were sitting at a table and a bunch of girls were like you know doing like drive-bys and this girl came to like sit on his lap and i don't know if what we were celebrating maybe it was his birthday i can't remember but i gave her like 20 bucks and i said will you you know give my buddy a lap dance and she goes sure and she was about to give him a lap dance, and he goes, no, no, I don't want to do that. And I was like, huh? He's like, no, 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 man, I just got married. I don't want to, you know, with my my, my wife. And I was like, you're not sleeping with her. Like, it's yeah. kind of like dancing with a you know, girl in a bikini. Yeah. But you know, I'm not going to force it on you, whatever. He's like, yeah, thank you. I don't feel comfortable, whatever. I mean, the only way you can go to the strip club as a married man is you got to take and bring your wife with you. Yeah. The girl. Well, I've I've been in that scenario too. But the girl. So the girl looked at me. And you picked the chick together. The girl got up. She looked at me and she gave me the twenty bucks back. And I go, Oh no, dear, just uh, just just keep it. Sorry, thank you. And she like walked away. And I go, What the fuck's wrong with you, man? He goes, I just got married. I don't want to cheat on my wife. I go, You're not cheating. You're in a public like. She was just gonna give you a little. I said, All right, whatever. And I like let it go. Two weeks later, she cheated on him. 100%. And they got divorced like a month later. Yeah, and then he went tore up the whole town. <laughs> he he text- burned down crazy horse. <laughs> he burned down crazy horse. <laughs> he was like, fuck this place. <laughs> Bro, he texted me. <clears throat> he texted me um, like after the incident. He posted it on Facebook. I never thought it would happen to me. No, like, you know, don't like, do that. I, I love the guy. Why is he doing that shit, bro? And then, and then he sent me a text message personally, and he said, hey, man, uh, I should have taken the lap dance. I should have taken more of that. He said, you know, whatever. But it, it, whatever. People, look, I love people that are loyal. And, you know, if it come, comes back and bites you in the ass later, then you know, you know what not to do next time, I guess, right? Yeah. Um, All right, well, great talk here. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf, Wolf, is like, Wolf is like, we gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, how long? How long is our? How long have we been going? One ten. One ten. All right, we try to keep them under an hour. You can cut out the whole Muslim shit that the three. Oh my god! <laughs> no, you didn't want that there. <laughs> cut out the Muslim shit. God damn it. <laughs>
where I was interviewing you. Uh, Lock the doors. Oh um, all right, guys. That's another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood Tales. Thank you, guys. Uh, Maxwell and Caitlin Benson from Can't Even Comedy uh, uh, Instagram handles. Can't even comedy. And at it's Caitlin Benson. It's, it's Caitlin I'm not Benson. On You're on IG. But can't even comedy. Mama Shelter, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Sea Legs, August 19th. Ahmed Ahmed Comedy on Instagram. And can't even. We'll post all the details and Eventbrite tickets. And it's going to be really a lot of fun. It's outside, on the beach, fire pits, cabanas. It's like comedy refugee camp. Nice. Check out jamintheVan.com. Live shows, music, comedy, uh, roll your own joint. It's amazing. Peace out. Thanks, Wolf. <laughs> <laughs>